Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, well, we've been looking at this wonderful doctrine of our union with Jesus Christ. This, of course, will be one of the topics that uh, we will be learning about at our Reformation Boise Conference coming up this November 8th and 9th. All the details are at ReformationVoise.com. Now, we've learned so far on the program what this union with Christ means, and now we've been kind of moving in the direction of, well, how do we apply it to our life? How do we take this doctrine and infuse it into our you know, 24-7 life. So today we're, we're, we're delving into this question of our suffering. Um, the scripture says that in Philippians 3, 10, and 11, that we, we are now sharing in Christ's sufferings and even his death. And this is because of our union. So brothers, how can we, you know, when, when we're when, when either we find ourselves in suffering because of sickness or because of particular circumstances in our life or because someone is sinning against us, how can we draw strength from what Paul is, is saying here in Philippians 3 about our union with Christ? The argument in, in Philippians 3 is Paul is going through and saying, hey, I, I thought I had earned something before. I thought I earned a righteousness that made me right with God. And what I found was that what I, I thought was were, were credits were really liabilities. It's only when I became um, aware of and, and found myself in Christ that I realized that um, all of that other stuff didn't matter, but I've gained Christ and being in Christ, I have a righteousness that's not mine, that I didn't earn, that comes from him. And then he goes, then he that's the backdrop to, and the great joy is that I can know him. Truly know Jesus Christ and all of that, the fullness. And the power of his resurrection, like we talked about before, it allows us to say no to, to sin. It allows us to, to live a new life. It allows us to be what we ought to be, not trying to earn a righteousness, but to live out of the righteousness that we possess in Jesus Christ and, and now the, the, the Spirit. And then he says, and share in his sufferings. And so then all of a sudden you have to wrestle with, okay, why is suffering matter? Why, why is that important? That, that I don't just get his benefits, because that's what we want. We want mm-hmm. it just to be, I get all the positive things. Christ gets the suffering, I get the good stuff. But there is a sense in which the suffering is actually the good stuff. Well, because the, the point of the gospel is is not just getting the benefits, but knowing Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the, John seventeen three is one of the favorite verses that the Puritans had. This is eternal life that they may know you. And, and how Jesus do we get Christ to know said. Christ probably best? In our weakness, in our suffering, in the difficulties, in what sometimes has been referred to as the dark night of our souls. 
that in those moments we find Christ even more sufficient, even more glorious um, than we might in in the in the the easier times of life. Well, in uh, Romans chapter eight, where it's talking about that union with Christ, in fact, it tells us that. Um, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone that doesn't have the Spirit of Christ doesn't belong to him. So we have the Spirit of Christ, and then it goes on, on it says, you didn't, um, um, you've received the Spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. This goes back to what um, Russ was saying about this union, bringing in this understanding of the relationship that we have with the Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we might be glorified with him. And and the whole idea of suffering is we're connected to the uh, sufferings of Christ in this way, and we, we suffer with him in order that we can be glorified with him. And the thing that makes us more like Christ and more mature in Christ is what Russ is saying is these dark nights of the soul, these other these things, this suffering that comes into our life. And we learn um, we we learn what it is to live as Christ, to, you know, Christ in me, the hope of glory. The, this Does your cancer count for suffering? I mean, but the reason why I ask is because I think some people hear this passage and they'll say, well, this suffering only counts for like persecution or if I'm suffering as, you know, un- because I confess Christ. You have cancer, brother. H- have you tasted sharing in the sufferings of Christ since you've gotten this cancer? What I what I have tasted of is uh, him in me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm... You know, I in one sense I'm not saying, oh, I'm doing this for Christ. I'm doing this and this. You know, somehow this is gaining for me something. What I've found is that Christ in me has made all the difference in my suffering. I'm not reflecting on, oh, this is a bad day. This is a good day. This is. I'm reflecting on the fact that I'm secure. Right. I, I have this union with him. I, I, it's it's really something, you know, as we've said, it's mystical, it's spiritual, it's something, you know, it's beyond me. It's beyond description. I can't really simply describe these things. And nobody that, you know, I, I always wonder, how does somebody go through these things that doesn't have Christ? Because, um, you know, you know, these things happen to believers and unbelievers alike. The difference is is how we respond to that suffering. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm having a pity party. I'm not. You know, I I really do. Um, you know, in spite of all these things, you know, the the victories, the 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 victories and the failures and all these different things, they're designed to mold me more and more into the image of Christ, and I can see that that's what's t- taking place. You know, my response is one um, that I know. You know, I know. I know that this is. You know, God has to work through me. Um, he, you know, His strength is perfected through my weakness. I was able to preach last Sunday for the first time since uh, surgery, June thirteenth. And you know, I don't. You know, there's something that comes over you in that process that you, you can't even explain. Um, it's not it's not me pro- he's proclaiming his word through my personality but that's you know mm-hmm. there my personality really takes a backward step from all of that yeah. it's it's him mm-hmm. uh, Christ and me the hope of glory that's the whole thing yeah 
was in a conversation with an elderly couple from Grand Rapids when from my years of seminary and and the I was talking to the husband the wife was diagnosed with a cancer similar to to Jonathan's and um, his comment to me was Russ can can I say that it's been good that that my wife has has gotten cancer he said because I've experienced um, a, a greater love of Christ through his church mm-hmm. because of what we've gone through. And I've experienced things in my relationship with God that I hadn't experienced beforehand that I'm not sure I would have known if it wasn't for being led down, down this path. And I, I thought, I think he understands what it means to experience Christ. A through his church and experience Christ in his times of 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 need and weakness. Yeah. Um, like he got a better yeah. Christ. If if it, yeah. that yeah. sounds he a little got bit cr- he got Christ better. He got, yeah, Christ, he got better. Christ better. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Right. Can I share one thing real quick? Um, I, I know as a pastor, you know, I mean, everybody around this table has had. I'm, I'm sure some of the same experiences I've had. Of of maybe betrayal of of affliction in the ministry. Ministry is hard, but especially those personal attacks that come against you. People that would have been who used to be your friends or would right. counter your brothers, and then they just turned yeah. on you. And this is a practical way that I have shared in the sufferings of Christ. That I then think about how Christ was betrayed um, by his closest friend, and then was abandoned by all the rest. And I think well. You know, as a pastor, I, at times I've not been a good pastor. I've had my own sin involved, and 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 the sin of others. Yet Christ, He took on all of this for me, though He was without sin. Right. And at that moment, it it makes me to identify with what Christ went for me. And I mm-hmm. think that's one practical way of sharing in the sufferings of Christ. Yeah. You, yeah. you you'd ask about my cancer, and uh, you know, I can probably say it best through something that my dad had written, my dad passed away of pancreatic cancer at 68, and in the days after his death, we found written on his desk pad in his study, my dad was a minister as well, uh, he had written there in his own handwriting and had initialed it, he, he wrote, thank you, Lord, for everything, the joys and sorrows, the victories and the failings, the health and the sickness, for out of all these things and in spite of them, you have faithfully conformed me more and more into your image. Yeah. And that's it. That's what it's about being in Christ. You know, you know, we do have certain victories. We have these wonderful things that have happened. The blessings are are wonderful, and the and the failures are just reminders that we have not. You know, God has not forgot us. He He remembers our frame. He knows that we're just dust. You know, and so He remembers that He is faithful, even when we're not as faithful as we should be. Yeah. The the fear in suffering, and, and I'm and you're just provoking this thought in me, Jonathan. The the fear in suffering is that it's going to be meaningless. Yeah, that it has no purpose. That uh, my I'm, my suffering is just random and is not accomplishing anything. But the the one of the great promises of the gospel is that in Christ, God is using suffering for good. God is working all things for good. And I'm thinking particularly of Romans chapter 5. There's a Mm -hmm. a wonderful promise uh, where where Paul um, 
says more than that. Well, let me back up a little bit. Romans chapter 5, verse 2. Through him, that is through Christ, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings. Wow. How can we do that? Hmm. How can we rejoice in our sufferings? Knowing that suffering produces character, rather suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So united to Christ, suffering isn't meaningless. It, it, It actually can give us hope. Right. That, that God is at work and he's using this for his good purpose. And we may not see it in the moment. And, but it's, it's the very vehicle in right. which we actually know Christ more. Right. Yes. I, you know, I, I think, it, about, think about the analogy. I know my wife better if I spend time with her, like if I go on a date or whatever. Christ uses suffering that we would know him more. And that's yes. the whole point of being right. a Christian, to yeah. know Christ. And and he's not absent from those. In fact, uh, in the book of Job, you know, we look at Job as one of those books that deal with suffering in a great way. Job says in in chapter twenty three, he knows the way I take. Uh, and basically, he's saying, I'm not going to debate with God how this is turning out. He knows the way I take. Uh, and then he says, and when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to be t- tested and tried in this, and and he, you know, later he'll say, though he slay me, yet I'll trust him. You mm-hmm. know, he knows he knows that, you know, in the last day, you know, though my flesh is destroyed, yet I'm going to see God in my own flesh. That's right. My eyes going to behold Him. That's so right. that's all part of it. That's all part of this indwell the the indwelling that God gives us and the ability that we can face everything that's coming into our life. Amen. We've been listening to the Gospel for Life. Go to ReformationVoice.com for all the information about our upcoming conference. We'll see you next time. 